0: This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. I consider Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to be my arch nemesis. Even though I say this, I know we have one thing in common. That is, we both have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. For Grandpa Joe, that's because he is a bad person. For me, it's because I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla, today's sponsor. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Like I said, I personally sleep on a Novilla mattress and it has done wonders for me. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress today. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello and what is going on my fellow schwoke lords. What is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Schweezy. Not only is it another episode, it is our 69th episode. And the only thing I know how to say is nice. Uh, we made it 69 episodes. Cancel Sweezy. For those of you who don't know, it is the Lord's trademark favorite podcast, and uh, also this is the nice episode that we will ever make in the entirety of Canceled Sweezy. This is the best episode that will ever be made, so... Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Uh, uh, that's my hole. That, that's where it spits. That is where it spits. Let's just jump into it. And let's just jump into it because... Man proposes and God disposes. So, with yeah, I mean, with all that, yeah. Man proposes, God disposes. That is my hole. That is where it spits. And today we are here... With literally the best episode of Cancel Shweezy. Not only the best, but the nicest episode of the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Welcome to the show today, folks. Like I said, we have a good one for you. It's so good uh, that uh, you have to call me daddy. daddy. Oh, folks, I'm telling you right now, we have a good one today. I've prepared a lot of cool things uh, Today. In regards to straight up, uh, what, a, what a what a podcast can be. Especially, you only hit episode sixty nine once in your life, unless you've done another podcast where you've also reached episode sixty nine. Uh, nice. And uh, so today we have so much, uh, so much to do, so much to see. Uh, one of which being uh, my social media pages at the Sweezy everywhere that's tiktok that's instagram that's facebook that's twitter anywhere there's a social i will be there um where i can also see my music under Sweezy as well that's spotify apple music title deezer uh deez nuts oh got you oh (laughs) uh you know so much morning any place that you do get music from you can find me as well um so go check me out all over there. Those are the places. You can also check me out. I've been streaming games over on uh, Facebook Gaming, so you can go check me out there. We have a page, Shweezy Live. Uh, so go check me out there. We're moving. We're trying to check out everything there, Steve. It's gonna be a good fit for us. And so we need you to go check that out. I've been playing uh, uh, Majora's Mask. Not a time. I've been getting those two games mixed up. But I've been playing Majora's Mask, an N64 game, over on my uh, on the tweet on the, uh, not Twitch, uh, on the Facebook page. So go check that out. That's a great way, uh, to see what we're up to, see what we're doing and see how much fun we can have. It's all about having fun. I like that. So, yeah, don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And uh, go check that out as well. Go ahead and follow and subscribe and all that thing, all the things you need to do. Uh, If you want to financially support us, we do have a Patreon page. Patreon, uh, that is a great way just to help financially support everything that we do here and uh, keep us going, keep us alive, and uh, keep us going headstrong. That way we'll take on anyone. Uh, Like I would say, that's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. And uh, the only thing... Only way you can uh, be thankful for being a friend. So yeah, uh, be cool. Uh, don't don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Uh, yeah. So um, with that, um, there's also all the free shit you can do to help out the show. If you're checking out this show on YouTube, obviously checking out the show, make sure you give us a like on the on the video of the podcast, and uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. That way you get notified when we update uh, highlights and when we update. Um, up to highlights and uh, new episodes and everything like that so that's cool um, make sure that when you have the highlights out there, some of you may only watch the highlights and so you won't hear this part, but if you're checking out the highlights, those are great things to share with your friends on, uh, cool ideas and funny things that I'm going over. Uh, great things to sit around with your friends. You know, if you have YouTube on your TV, you sit down, you see your friends are all into that. And, uh, what you can go ahead and do is put me up on the TV because that's really cool. You can put me on your television and you can watch me. On your television, how cool is that? That technology has gone that far. That if you want to be played on your own television, you can. It's not that hard at all to figure out. Uh, doesn't any device can help you do that? It's not. It's not hard. It does not take a lot of work. Um, for our audio-only listeners, which I know the majority of you are, uh, make sure you are subscribed to the show. Some of you may think you are subscribed because you've been listening to a lot of episodes, but you may not be. So make sure you hit the subscribe button that way you get fully notified when I release new episodes. And you also need to leave us a review. Maybe write something down, something stupid, something funny, something entertaining, something I can be entertained with because I will definitely enjoy being entertained. Um, You can also uh, leave us a 54321 star. Review uh, what we're trying to do, everything I'm asking you to do, all the free stuff. Uh, all I'm helping asking you to do is help me infiltrate algorithms. That's all we're trying to do here, folks. Infiltrate algorithms here on uh, the cancel shwezy platform. so um, the main the main purpose of all come on Mark, don't be stingy is to not be stingy because this is our 69th episode. And if you want to give me a 69th episode gift, subscribe to the channel. You have to. It's it's the law, you have to subscribe. Uh, to the channel. Uh let's drink to that. We're drinking uh, Starbucks cold brew today, folks, for those of you I'm shaking it to the mic. Hope you can hear it on the mic. Uh for the audio only So If you're if you're watching, you could you get to see me drink this and it's gonna be really funny. Probably no probably not a lot of burps today, folks. I'm not drinking anything carbonated. So unfortunately, um Congratulations, you played yourself. Probably not a lot of burps today on the show. I know a lot of you are upset about that, but Uh, Regardless, this show must go on, and uh, we must go on, too. Like We are about to uh, move on uh, from all the announcements I do have. And so, uh, yeah, here's to feeling good all the time. Oh, that's like some ASMR. I could do ASMR. ASMR coffee drinking. See, I feel like a lot of guys who are in ASMR just really like a hot chick doing that. It's weird. You see a hot chick doing something. You're like, OK, I kind of get that now because I didn't get K-pop. I didn't get the appeal of it. That's saw like an all girl group. And I'm like, oh, now I get it. And uh, that's how that works. FYI, folks, uh, I'll figure that out. And ASMR I feel the same way. There's a weird there's weird like massage videos. Massage. Is it massage? I almost said it like Ed Asner does in that video. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Massage your little hole. Massage. Massage. Massage your little hole. Massage. Massage. Okay. Uh anyways, there's like this weird not massage. Uh, massage your little hole. Massage massages. Massage? Massage. Uh it's not massage. It's a uh, chiropractor adjustments, but it's like with hot girls and like uh, not a lot of clothes on it, there's like a whole lane of that uh, uh, you initially and I mean like they get the cracks out and everything but it's not as appealing it's like very quiet the whole time it's like watching porn where they don't talk there's a lot of porn out there now where it's like boyfriend and girlfriend having sex but they don't talk at all and it's just it's kind of weird to me uh, you know when there's no story I like, I like a good story to go on with my jerks uh, happy 69th episode everyone uh, uh this is the type of guy you get. Doesn't get much better from here folks. Uh uh, uh with uh with that being said, uh, as Phil DeFranco would say, let's just jump into it. Welcome to previous week, right now. Previous week, right now, is the news that I have filtered out for you all, uh, for you to listen to. Because I know there's a lot of different news sources going on right now, a lot of conflicting sides, a lot of different opinions out there. I just want to make sure that that there's only one opinion. I said there was going to be no burping, but there's some burping right now. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint some of you uh, and uh, encourage some others. So um, previous week right now, you know, a lot of news coming out there. I just wanted to filter it out and bring you uh, the news that really matters. You may have heard of other news articles throughout the previous week right now. Uh, but uh, previous week right now. But uh, here's, here's, what impor- here's the important things that happened in the previous week right now. And uh, with that being said, uh, Philip. Let's just jump into it. Um, okay, so this is from Creative Loafing Tampa Bay. Uh, should you get your news from them? No, but let's read this article. Florida residents will be among first in nations subjugated by Hard Mountain Dew. Uh, the state that arguably most deserves an alcoholic version of Mountain Dew more than anywhere else on the planet will thankfully be one of the first to taste it. Today, parent company PepsiCo announced that its latest concoction Hard Mountain Dew is now available in Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa. The new 100 calorie Seltzer contains 5% alcohol by volume and comes in four flavors like the Original Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, Black Cherry, and Watermelon. Available in either a 24-ounce single-serve can or 12-packs of 12-ounce cans. Uh, The drink will be unrolled to more states in coming months by Blue Cloud Distribution, an entity created by PepsiCo and Boston Beer Company solely to distribute this new type of dew. The company did not disclose exactly what locations in Florida will carry the beverage, but surely you'll have opportunities to do the Dew as hard as possible any day now. Now, I love Mountain Dew. I haven't had it in a while because I've been trying to drink, if I'm going to drink soda, it's going to be diet soda. And I don't know, diet Mountain Dew's not good. Mountain Dew Zero's okay, but I don't know, if it's going to be like a diet soda, I would just go to like Diet Coke or something like that. Um, Originally, if you didn't know the story of Mountain Dew, it, it was originally made to be a whiskey mixer but i think then it just started people just started drinking it without the whiskey in it and that's how you they created a lot of sodas are made where you can uh drink it with alcohol but not a lot of people do people do but then a lot of people will drink it not with alcohol in it um mountain dew was one but that i feel like is hard like there's not a lot of people who make mountain dew type of like a uh, like cocktails and stuff like that. It's very surprising. Mountain Dew is one of the very hard sodas to make a cocktail with. I know uh, Red Lobster made like a Dew gorita, where it's like a margarita made out of Mountain Dew, which I've heard works and pretty good. And now, like, I guess they're trying these seltzers type of thing. It could work too. But uh, it's just very weird that, you know, Mountain Dew was created to be a whiskey mixer, but it's like one of the drinks that people don't like with alcohol in it surprisingly, like, you know, Coke, you know, um, I've had Coke with tequila in it. That's not too bad. Uh, Jack and Coke is obvious. Uh, one, any type of whiskey is pretty good with Coke. Um, vodka and Coke, I guess some people do Long Island's, uh, one of the key ingredients to make it look like tea is to, I, <laughs> to make it get the iced tea in it is to do a splash of Coke in there, uh, to make it look like that. So, um, no, no, it's, it's really funny to me that this, um, however, I do want to try this um uh, Dew. I bet you anything uh, they're more like uh, hard seltzers. I mean, what it is is a spike seltzer to begin with, so um, we know what we're getting ourselves into if you do want to try a Mountain Dew hard seltzer, a hard Mountain Dew. Um, but Anyways, though, I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on this because, yeah, know, I'm 100% interested in a Mountain Dew um, weird people love Baja Blast. I'm not a big fan of Baja Blast, surprisingly enough. Uh, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, saying I'm not a big fan of the Baja Blast, but uh, you know, I'm not entirely too concerned about your opinions. Uh, it's the 39th episode of Cancel Sweezy, so I can say whatever I want. Uh, that's the rule, right? I can say whatever I want without consequence on this show. Um, those are the rules that I will live by. Do, 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 So, um, So yeah, no, very interesting. Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa. So I could try it. Um, those are three weird states like Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa. Yeah, those are, those are some, uh, weird states to begin trying it out with. Uh, but no, I'm actually in Mountain Dew. Uh, Code Red's okay, but I'm only really a fan of like the original Mountain Dew. Um, I may get some shit for that, but, uh, you know, life isn't, life isn't fair. Um, Mountain Dew is the best. I think that just shows how much of Kansas trash I am. I mean, like I love Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Have you ever gotten Mountain Dew in like one of those glass balls? I think they use real cane sugar with it. That shit is the best. I'm telling you right now. That's something you want to. You see that? I'm like, hmm. Maybe I should get that shit. Eat is delicious, and I encourage all of you to go out and go get yourself some of the glass balls, and then uh, maybe apparently mix it with vodka. Maybe maybe you. We- Someone can make a good home con- concoction. Um, someone someone, tell me if you can make a good cocktail out of a Mountain Dew. I'd be more than interested to hear that. Um, okay, this one's from The Rolling Stone. Uh, Dua Lipa hit with second copyright lawsuit over levitating. Less than a week after Dua Lipa was hit with a copyright lawsuit over her levitating, a second lawsuit with a different set of songwriters was filed Friday that also accuses Lipa of stealing their song for her 2020 single. Lawyers for songwriter L. Russell Brown and Sandy Lindsler claim in the lawsuit filed Friday at a Manhattan federal court that levitating infringed on their 1979 disco song Wiggle and Giggle All Night, originally performed by Corey Day, as well as Miguel Bose's 1980 song Don Diablo. The latter track also infringed on Wiggle and Giggle All Night and subsequently obtained via lawsuit by Brown and Linzer. The infringing work was a a compositional element sustained similar to those of the Brown and Linzer on BL in the lawsuit song. The lawsuit, obtained by Rolling Stone, states, Most significantly, the first... In defining melody, the signature melody in the infringing work is a duplicate of our opening melody from the BL song. The signature melody repeated six times in Levitating and three times in Levitating, featuring Da Baby. Da Baby. Uh, as proof of infringement, the lawsuit also cites a few examples of music journalist reviews of Levitating, where it was compared to Wiggle and Giggle All Night, as well as a TikTok video with 363,000 views that pointed out the song's similarity. Lencer was one of the songwriters behind the Four Seasons hit, Working My Way Back to You, Can't Get Enough of You, Baby, and Let's Hang On while Brown penned songs for artists like Partridge Family, Tony Orlando, and Don in the Four Seasons. Uh, the new lawsuit includes musical notations as evidence that levitating is similar to both Wiggle and Giggle in Don Diablo. It is apparent that all three iterations of the melody are sustainably similar. Uh, the lawsuit states the notes move in the same direction and even match intervals or steps and almost identical rhythm. So the lawsuit also cites an interview with Dua Lipa where she admits she credits INXS of on the feature nostalgia song break my heart to avoid potential litigations. Uh, the also, also lists a baby who appears on the song's remix, its producers, songwriters, and Universal Music Group as defendants, reps for Dually, but did not immediately respond to Rolling Stones' request for comment. Our clients are story songwriters who wrote some of the great standards of rock and roll for groups like The Four Seasons, Four Tops, and Tony Orlando, and Don Jason T. Brown, one of the lawyers representing Brown and Lindzer said in a statement to the Rolling Stones Sunday... Even before the lawsuit, individuals commented all over YouTube about the similarities between Levitating and the original song composed by our client. We look forward to vindicating this in court, and for the artists today, properly pay homage to the greatest proceed, uh, precedes them. Uh, earlier this week, the Florida reggae band Article Sound sued Duolipa over Levitating, arguing the track ripped off their 2017 song, Live Your Life, following the lawsuit. Rolling Stone consulted musicologists to see the copyright argument in the case had merit. Okay. So there's a lot of, a lot of interesting things going on here. So I want to get into the actual, the first lawsuit first, uh, the one from article sound. Um, that is clearly, they, they both clearly sound the same. Um, I thought I heard rumors or saw rumors stating that, uh, the producers on the track were very inspired by them and somewhat that could have been like a intentional ripoff because they thought they maybe could have gotten away with it or something like that. Um, that's, you know, that's very much something, uh, to do. Um, I would play both songs right now, but, uh, copyright stroke. And I don't want to get one of those, um, because then I could have problems on the channel and I don't want to do that. And you all know, you know, so article sound, uh, live your life. They sound very similar to Dua Lipa's Levitating. It's like very similar as a ripoff. So, um, honestly, I think article sound does have a case on their end. Usually I'm like, again, usually, usually I'm like in a weird spot where it's like, let's let artists be artists and stuff like that. And if it's ripped off, let's just try to, if I was in that situation where I accidentally ripped off someone else, what I would try to do is, you know, obviously settle out of court and, uh, you know, give, start giving them credit for the song. That's what I would do. I think that's what, uh, Olivia Rodrigo did with uh, "Good for You" and uh, with "In Paramore." I think that worked out really well. And apparently, some people like look down on her because of that. You know, just that stuff happens. Um, You accidentally have things in the back of your mind, and you're like, "I have this cool idea," and you didn't realize you someone wrote it. I've done it before. I've just been lucky enough to not release the song or gotten in trouble for it or anything. Um, But. Yeah, so I, I do think though, I did hear like someone had this weird conspiracy uh with Live Your Life that um they tried to do some research. I don't know, I don't know. I just saw it. literally I just saw a TikTok on it, that um the oldest they could find was a four-year-old track on SoundCloud. But the thing is on SoundCloud you can replace tracks, but then there's no other like proof that they did release the song back in 2017 it's like a very, it's a very weird thing. It's just a conspiracy theory, though. Uh, I don't know how much that guy did, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting, too. Maybe just uh, Article Sound is just kind of getting this hype because they are about to release a new album. That is something. Uh, I'm not going to believe that until there's more proof on that and more research is done, because I'm not going to do that fucking research. That sounds like a lot more work than I'm willing to put in. So, um, as it stands right now, Article Sound they do have a good case over it. Usually, you know, like I said, I'm usually on a on a weird end of the spectrum here. Like, I get annoyed. I get annoyed with a uh, Marvin Gaye's estate. They're just trying to sue anyone who has anything that sounds similar uh, to Marvin Gaye's music, and it's just kind of ruining their legacy. But no, I think Article Sound does have a solid case here and what they're doing. And uh, I think I think uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's a that's something here. Um the second lawsuit I will go over. I think it's uh what's what's the song? I listened to it. I listened to the song. I didn't know it before. Uh lawyers for the song your claim, the lawsuit, print on the disco song. Wiggle and giggle all night, originally born by Corey Dale, as well as Miguel Bose and song, Don Diablo. Um, so yeah, um it's the from if you haven't already listened to it, or I mean, if you plan on not listening to it, it's okay. Uh, if you want to run away, I can take you for a ride. It that's the part that because that's a that, and that repeats throughout the course of levitating. Um, I don't know how it, I mean, it's it does sound very similar to um, Wiggle and Giggle All Night, so there there is something there. Like, I'm not saying like when. You know, like Katy Perry's lawsuit against Joyful Noise, I think, or that's the song she apparently ripped off with her song, one of her songs, I can't, it's on the top of my head right now, I can't think of it. Adam Neely had a good video on, like, how that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, I like that melody, it's like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Because that could be that melody, or Jolly Old St. Nicholas, and how there's so many melodies with that uh, specific tuning, and so she could they could technically even go for Public Domain if they wanted to mm-hmm. on that beat. And we're like, oh, we ripped off uh, this song, and stuff like that. So, so, that, yeah. Um, um, that's, the, that's the melody in question. Hopefully I sang that well. Um, here's the thing, though. I... I, I understand the similarities on that. Like, I really do. I don't think it's a far-fetched uh, melody um, melody difference, like in a lot of these lawsuits that have been coming out. Um, he, I mean, the only way I feel like – I don't think it could go to – I mean, they might sell out of court. I don't know what the what they would do in this situation. I feel like if we could figure out a fair way to do is if we can get a ton of people to vote on it and – that's the outcome. Does it sound similar? Does it not sound similar? Everyone just puts their opinion in. I feel like that would be the perfect way to settle this. Uh, however, I'm not sure that, uh, that 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 would be the best idea to do. So, therefore, I uh, I don't know. Tell me what you think. I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Leave me a comment. Uh, send me a message. Hit me up. I would love to know your your thoughts on listening to uh, wiggle and giggle all night uh, originally performed by Corey Dale and then listen to levitating by Dua Lipa and, uh, compared the two and tell me what you think. Do you think they sound the same or do they sound different? Because I would actually really like to know your opinions on all that. Um, because, um, I don't know. And what would you think to be the best idea to do in this situation? Should they have the, uh, should they have the right to that? I don't know. That's, that's all up to you. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, here we go from NBC News. This is the news that y'all came for. Disgraced producer. Let's start that over. Disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein caught smuggling milk duds in jail. Harvey Weinstein was caught with contraband milk duds in November, prompting a reprimand from L.A. County jail guards, according to records viewed by Variety. Uh, The milk duds were found during a search on November 10th after Weinstein had a face-to-face meeting with Sean Berkeley, one of his attorneys. The milk duds were confiscated, and the guards warned that they would have to search his attorney's legal binders and laptop bags on future visits. Weinstein claimed to the guards that he had brought the milk duds with him when he was extradited from New York in July, but the jail officials said he had been searched upon his arrival at the L.A. County Jail's medical facility, and nothing was found, leading them to conclude that the Milk Duds were passing him during the attorney's visit. Weinstein apologized for the incident in a statement to Variety. This was an instant misunderstanding, Weinstein said. It will not happen again. I have been a model inmate following the rules and regulations, and I am sincerely sorry. Weinstein's lead attorneys, Mark Worksman and Alan Jackson what, Alan Jackson, also, I'm assuming it's not the same Alan Jackson, FYI, also issued an apology. We have been informed about this and are very sorry it happened. They they said it had not happened before. and never happened since. Harvey has been a model inmate and intends to continue as such. The disgrace producer is being held at the Correctional Treatment Center, the medical unit within the Twin Towers Jail in downtown Los Angeles, while he awaits trial on 11 charges of rape and sexual assault. In 2020, he was sentenced to 23 years in prison in New York. That conviction is being appealed, and a ruling on the appeal is expected within the next couple of months. Weinstein is entitled to face-to-face visits with his attorney as he prepares for trial, but jail officials warn that if further contraband is found, the attorneys could be forced to use a special booth. Weinstein faces numerous health issues, including diabetes, as well as cardiac issues, sleep apnea, and eye problems. Um, I, I do enjoy, uh, they just put, faces numerous health issues, uh, such as diabetes, cardiac issues, and sleep apnea, and eye problems, uh. Yeah, I could look at him. I mean, I'll look at him. Like, yeah, that dude definitely has sleep apnea, and you know that's probably why he had to, why he had to get women to sleep with him the way he did. Because uh, look at him; he looks like Jabba the Hutt. Um, I'm surprised they let him out of prison. I'm surprised they let Harvey Weinstein out of prison to play the the twin of Jabba's cousins, uh, the twins in the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the Twin Huts. We all, we've all seen the book above that now. He played both of them, and I'm surprised that they let him out to play both of them. And no matter what you think, I know a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions on Harvey Weinstein. I have strong opinions on him too. I think he's a bad person. But you gotta admit, he was terrific playing of the Hutt. He was terrific playing of the Hutt, and I think he just nailed the role. Uh, speaking of the, uh, article in question though, he he snuck in milk duds into, uh, the prison. Um, is that, is that wrong? I mean, I know you're not supposed to sneak drugs in or anything, but I didn't know milk duds, uh, were not allowed in prison. I mean, like, they like, you mean in prison, you can buy like your soap and stuff and candy. Like, I'm pretty sure you can buy Snickers and stuff like that. Why are milk duds um, contraband in prison, like, can you buy, I thought, always thought you could, like, buy, like, certain things you could, if you had someone in, meaning someone in prison, you could bring them, uh, something, I, I don't know, is that, they snuck in, milkta and they act like this is, like, a. I mean, okay, Harvey Weinstein's a bad person, and, you know, he, he deserves to be in prison, but, and, you know, people are trying to sneak in, like, the craziest shit in the prison, like, I saw I saw a guy on TikTok, he used to be like a correctional officer in a prison or whatever they're called, and he uh, was like, you know, sometimes people would have things snuck in. Like, this one guy had like a hot and fresh Domino's pizza in prison, and honestly, he was like, I'm just surprised how he got it in there, you know? Stuff like that, you know, I don't, see, that's the weird thing. It's like, you know, obviously drugs aren't supposed to be in prison, alcohol's not supposed to be brought into prison, and stuff like that, but I don't know, if it was Milk Duds or... You know let's let's treat this like let's treat like a like a, a man who was framed for murder, who is a model human being, the greatest human being you ever met, but he was framed for murder. He's snuck in milk duds. Do you think they should take away the milk duds? That's a good question. Should should are milk duds that big of a problem in prisons right now? Is that the big is that the biggest problem with our society right now that milk duds shouldn't be in prison? I don't know. Tell, tell me your thoughts. I, I guess I guess that's all I have to ask. Tell me your thoughts. Um, yeah. Move on to our last article. Uh, this is from People Magazine or People.com, the website, whatever uh, whatever gender you believe they are, whatever pronouns you think they're going by. Uh, Jennifer and Jordan Turpin meet Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. A, a, a light through our darkness. And I really like that. We got a Garth update. Should have led with that. We have a Garth Brooks update. Jordan and Jennifer Turpin are singing the praises of Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. On Sunday, two of the Turpin siblings, the group of children who escaped their parents' so-called House of Horrors in Paris, California, revealed that they got to spend time with their country music husband-wife duo this weekend. Jennifer uploaded a series of photographs and videos from the Garth Brooks Stadium Tour, Garth Brooks Stadium Tour, the big-ass stadium tour, a concert stop at San Diego's Petco Park, to her Instagram page. I had a Garth Brooks DVD collection while living through hell. When D and L were gone, I'd sneak and play it on our television. Jennifer wrote, referring to her two parents by her first initials, "Thank you, at Garth Brooks, for being a light through our darkness." Meanwhile, on her respective Instagram account, Jordan also shared a post in which she can be seen posing with Brooks 60 and Yearwood 57 in one shot, and wrapping her arms around Brooks in another. I had so much fun today. I love you, Garth. Amazing show tonight. She wrote, "Thank you so much." Hashtag Garth Brooks. Hashtag Trisha. God bless. And with some emojis. Back in 2018, Jordan, Jennifer, and their 11-year-old 11 11 year other sibling were rescued from imprisonment within their own home at the hands of their parents, David and Louise Turpin. Jordan, who was 17 when she escaped her abusive parents' home and got help for herself and her siblings, used a deactivated cell phone and called 911, alerting the operator that the kids had been raised in captivity where they were regularly beaten and starved by their parents. Uh, With the help of law enforcement, Jordan was able to free her siblings. Her parents, who later pleaded guilty to 14 felony counts, including cruelty to an adult dependent, child cruelty torture, and false imprisonment, were sentenced to life in prison for their abuse. Prior to their rescue, the Turpin children had spent most of their lives indoors, hidden from the outside world. At times, the children were chained to their beds or put in cages for breaking house rules, which included keeping their hands off their parents' food and remaining seated unless directed otherwise. So, that sounds like a documentary that I need to watch that I know nothing about. Um, however, why did I pull this article? Well, as we all know, uh, I like that we all know that Garth Brooks is a murderer, and if you've watched any video he's ever posted on social media, uh, he gives off strong vibes. Well, so if you watch uh, the Garth Brooks, uh, any Garth Brooks documentary, I know there's one on Netflix right now, The Road Road I'm On. Uh, There's that. If you finish playing that, they'll just start playing the Ted Bundy tapes right after that. Um, Garth Rooks has hidden many things Go to his social media you can see where are the bodies, Garth. Uh, I've commented too, like I miss my mom, Garth. Please give her back uh, that my ashes, my aunt's ashes belong with her family. you know, stuff like that. There's plenty of comments out there. Garth definitely has. There's a lot of murder going on. In, uh you have to imagine how many how many people Garth has in their basement. David and Louise and Jordan. Um, no, not David and Louise. They're the bad guys. Uh, you know, Jordan, Jordan and Jennifer, um, honestly, they could have just gone, they could have been gone from one basement to another. Garth, you know, sometimes, some people, the last thing they've ever seen in their lives is Garth Brooks closing the trunk. And, um, something I think about a lot. Yeah, I'm Garth Brooks. Uh, Hashtag happy, hashtag Garth, hashtag game day, and the trunk closes, and you never see anything again. Um, yeah, but, um, I'm glad they had fun. Uh, hopefully they don't hang out with the Brooks Brooks more often, because they could see themselves very much getting hurt. Did you know that 40% of the food in the U.S. goes uneaten? I did, and I don't think that is very cash money, considering $218 billion is the exact dollar amount being thrown away. But now, I know you're asking yourself, what can I do to help? Well, today's sponsor, Imperfect Foods, is here to solve that problem. Imperfect Foods is helping to prevent food waste, and so far, their customers have saved 139 million pounds of food. They're affordable and convenient, making sustainability more accessible. What I love most is that they meet a lot of different dietary needs. In moments I'm stingy with my diet, I always go full throttle on a low carb diet. They can even hook you up if you're vegan or vegetarian as well. Here's the best part. When you sign up using the link in the description, you get an $80 credit. Holy guacamole from the avocados you can get from Imperfect Food. That is an incredible deal that you should be taking advantage of. So sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Help stop food waste and get an $80 credit. Remember, when you use our links and promos, you directly support this show. You all know that I'm built different, but I bet you are coming to me to learn how to be built different as well. The only way to be built different is to get yourself supplements from today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Okay, my fellow shwoke lords, it's time for another part of our series. Uh, Christian artists you can listen to instead of mainstream artists. Uh, because uh, if you've ever been part of the Christian church, especially in the 2000s or the 90s, you would know that you liked a secular band, and uh, they'd be like, you know, there's a Christian alternative to that, which uh, not only spits in the face of these talented people making music uh, that you consider secular, it's also being disrespectful to the Christian artists because it makes them sound like the shittier version of, of the mainstream artists that uh, you said, and so uh, without further ado, we're going into the pop and R and B uh, artists that you can listen to uh, in the Christian versions of of said band. So uh, let's just jump into it. Phil so DeFranco would say, "Let's do it." Five Seconds of Summer. Uh, notice that they did not make the pop punk. Side last week, so they're on the mainstream, they're on the pop side. Uh, they have OBB, just three letters, never heard of that group before. Um, so sorry to be OBB. Um, then you have Adele, uh, Christian artists Dara McLean, and Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle, I know her, she's pretty good. Uh, she, I approve of her. Uh, my mom listening to her, so uh, not too bad. I think, yeah, Lauren Dagle's not a bad, uh, you know, not a bad uh, comparison to Adele. Uh, I feel like you can probably listen to both, um, folks, so don't worry too much about that. Uh, Alicia Keys, oh, you have Aisha Woods and Jamie Grace. Haven't heard either of them, but okay. All-Star Weekend, I don't think they're a group. Are they still a group? I haven't heard from them in a while. I know there's, like that, uh, that, they had a Disney Channel thing, and, uh, no, nah, it's good, and their comparison is to Anthem Lights, and the thing with Anthem Light Anthem Lights is I am friends with Joey in Anthem Lights, uh, he, he's the one who typically plays the piano with the group, if they ever do have a piano and it's not acapella, so, um, if you know, if you like Anthem Lights, tell him I know Joey, uh, if you're asking me, uh, if he wants to know what I said, I said he's an asshole. But uh, if he, if you do, if it, but in reality, I do like him a lot. Uh, Amanda Cosgrove, uh, she's well known for playing iCarly and for having one album that did not sell very well, and wasn't actually that good either. Um. Uh, so obviously, we have to put her on this list. Uh, we have uh, the Rubies. Okay. Alright. Amal Larieu. That's on the mainstream side. I haven't even heard of him. Uh, Christian artist Mary Mary. Amos Lee. Why is Amos Lee on here? Uh, Jimmy Needham. Needham. Needham nuts in my mouth. Needham nuts in your mouth. Oh, got ya! Uh, episode 69. Nice. Uh, Amy Grant. Which, shouldn't she be on the other side of this list? Isn't Amy, shouldn't Amy Grant be on the other side of this list? Okay, uh, Elizabeth South, Holly Star, Laura Story. I did see Laura Story at a worship conference once. She actually, she played very well. My mom likes her a lot. Uh, next we have Amy Winehouse, because we all need the, the Christian version of Amy Winehouse. Aisha Woods, Lauren Daigle. I don't know if I put Lauren Daigle and Amy Winehouse in the same category. I like both of them. I don't know if I put them in the same category. Uh, Andy Grammer and Matt Carney. Yeah, I see that a lot. Uh, I can see that. Uh, Annie Lennox and Laura, Lara London. Okay. Aqualung and Pocket Full of Rocks. Okay, Ariana Grande in V-Rose. It's gonna be hard to try to compa- make a good comparison to Ariana. Um, Asher Roth and B. Reed. You know, I'm, I'm starting to know more on the Christian side. That's the sad part about this list. Ashley Simpson, because someone out there is still listening to Ashley Simpson, needs that Christian version of Ashley Simpson. Uh, uh, press play, okay. Uh, Augustana. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Augustana had a hit song called Boston. I bet they make some good music, but... Uh, chart success, they haven't had one since, but I think I'll go to Boston so around like 2000, 2006, 2007. I want to say, uh, I think I'll start a new life. I think I'll start it over when well, no one knows my name. That's a fun song to listen to when you're drunk. Get out of California, I'm tired of the weather. Uh, Avicii. Capital Kings, David Thulin. I don't see Christianity and EDM mixing literally at all. I feel, you know, I think the Bible does say you can worship and dance, but I, I kind of feel, I kind of feel like Christians have been like, you know, that all, all dance is sexual. We're, we're not for dance. Uh, we're not for dance anymore uh, or anything. Uh, Beatles, not the Beatles, Beatles. Uh Which is a very, it's a very bold thing to try to be like, instead of listening to the Beatles, listen to this band. That's a very bold thing. Um, Especially as someone who's into, like, the history of music and tries to appreciate music. It's hard for me to say to not appreciate the Beatles. Like, you know, people can say, like, I'm not that into the Beatles. I get that. I mean, unless, if you're, but if you're, like, a musician or, like, appreciate music a lot and want to, like, be a music historian... Have to listen to the Beatles and you have to like the Beatles, so it's a very bold claim for them to say, uh, "We need to find the Christian version of the Beatles," and the Christian version of the Beatles is Fiction Family. Uh, I think that's a John Foreman of Switchfoot. Okay, very interesting um, I think, yeah, they're not bad, but I-, I just, it's a bold claim to say the Beatles. Uh, we got Ben Folds, one of my favorites, uh, the Swift and Matt Maher. I've seen Matt Marr live. He's really good. He's a really good guitar player and keyboard player. So good. Uh, that's a decent comparison. Uh, Ben Harper, uh, Coffee Anderson, Jason Castro. All right. Beyonce and Mendeza. That is actually Uh, I'm not, it's hard to compare someone to Beyonce, but if they're going to do it, I think Mandisa is a very good choice. Black Eyed Peas is just a mainstream man you don't even need to listen to. You don't even find a Christian replacement, but group one crew, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Bob Marley, who, who wants a Christian version of Bob Marley? No one wants a Christian version of Bob Marley. Uh, uh, Bob Mold, Jeremy Camp. I know who Jeremy Camp is. And that makes me not want to listen to Bob Mould. Mould, or whatever you say. Bonnie Vare, um, and, uh, Blue Tree. And I feel like you, just, you could just listen to Bonnie Vare and be like, that's a Christian, that's a Christian artist. Bono, okay. Isn't Bono Christian? Uh, okay. Uh, Phil Wickman, okay, I see that. Brand New, I don't think they're, I don't want to consider them pop. Um, Echoing Angels, Bruno Mars, Royal Taylor, and Ryan Stevenson. Brandy and Mary Mary. Calexico, Pocket Full of Rocks. I might listen to a Pocket Full of Rocks. Calvin Harris, Capital Kings, David Thulin. Like I said, EDM is a weird genre uh, to have a Christian version of. CC C. Winans, Nicole C. Mullins, Christina Perry, Holly Starr, Lord Story, decent comparison. Chris Brown, Press Play. Hey, you know this guy who... Beats every woman he ever dates. Let's find the Christian version of that. I don't like Chris Brown. Team Frank. Civil Wars, Johnny Swims. That's a good comparison. Colby Collet, Rachel Chan, Jamie Gray, Ellie Holcomb. Decent comparison. Coldplay, which is funny because all CCM artists basically, uh, at least in the 2000s, based their sound off Coldplay. Blue Tree, Bridge City, The City Harmonic. Okay. Um, Corin Bailey Ray, Aisha Woods, okay. Uh, Daniel Powder, Jason Gray, yep. Daughtry, Jeremy Camp, yep. Dave Barnes, Matthew West, yep. I think Dave Barnes is a Christian, right? David Archuleta, Matt Maher, David Cook, both American Idol winners. Uh, people, Matt Maher as well, okay. Let's see that, David Guetta, Capital Kings, still EDM. Is, it doesn't seem like a Christian genre. David Poe, uh, Warren Barfield. Demi Lovato, One Girl Nation, which is now very funny. V-Rose, One Girl Nation being very funny now that Demi has come out as uh, non-binary. Dispatch, um, Bradigan, Echo Smith, and Firefly, all right. Ed Sheeran, Jason Gray, Blue Tree, and Brandon Heath. Yep, I can see that, but Ed Sheeran has such a unique sound. Edwin McCain, Matthew West, that sounds good. Ellie Goulding, Hillsong Young, and Free... Hillsong Young and Free. I didn't know. Okay. In uh, Plum, Elliot Yaman, Jason Gray, Everlast, Coffee Anderson, Fiona Apple, Lara London, Florence and the Machine, Lara London. Okay. Florida Georgia Line, and Jason Fowler. Okay. Gavin DeGraw, Jonathan Phillips, Nate Sally, Warren Barfield. You know, there's a lot of ones they missed. I feel really like could go with Gavin DeGraw really well. Gavin Rossdale, Brandon Heath. Okay. Gwen Stefani and Britt Nicole. That's actually very good. Ingrid Michelson, Rachel Chan, Plum, Jenny Owens, Jay Z Jacob. I don't like Christian hip hop. Jack Johnson, Chris Rice, Jamie Collum, Oren Barfield, Janet Jackson, Nicole C. Mullen, Jason Derulo, Royal Taylor, Jonathan Thulin. John Butler Trio, Pocket Full of Rocks. John Mayer, Phil Wickman. I kind of like that comparison. Um, So the next column here. Uh, John McLaughlin, Johnny Diaz. I think he's Christian. Um, Jonas Brothers, OBB. Justin Bieber, Mission 6. Justin Timberlake, Sean Logg, Jonathan Thulin. Uh, Catherine McPhee, Natalie Grant. Katy Perry, V-Rose, Francesca Batticelli, Mariah Peters, V-Rose, Keith Urban, Kofi Anderson, 33 Mile, Kelly Clarkson, Britt Nicole, that's a good comparison, Carrie Hilson, Jade Harrell, Kirk Franklin, who very much is a Christian artist, Toby Mac, I don't know, you shouldn't compare, that's a horrible, horrible comparison, just because they're both, okay, yeah, I don't want to even get into that, uh, a Blue Tree. Chris Allen, Sixteen Candles, Lady Antebellum, or Lady A, as they're now called. Mercy Me, what? That's a weird, okay. Um, Lifehouse, Wayne Kerr Band, Limp Biscuit, Toby Mac, actually, think that's a really good comparison. Lights, Capital Kings, Lost Lonely Boys, Salvador, what? I haven't, Lost Lonely Boys have not been in my mind since 2007, and I'm saying that truthfully. That they have not been in my mind since 2007. Uh, The Lumineers. Wren Collective, yep. Johnny Swins, yep. Needs Breathe, yep. All that's, yeah. Mary J. Blige, Mendisa, yeah. Matt Carney, Matt Brewer, Mercy Me. Megan Trainer, Jamie Grace. Apparently, they are really wanting to diss Jamie Grace here. Michelle Branch, Jamie Grace. And they've also dissed Michelle Branch on this list. Mitchell Musso, who played, who was the guy in... Hannah Montana. Um Mission 6 Matop Pony, Brad again Mumford and Sons who, who were kind of Christian. Wren Collective, The Royal Royal, Need to Breathe, Shane and Shane. Um, okay. Natalie Grant, Nicole C. Mullen, Neo B. Wreath, Need to Breathe, who've been on both sides. Uh, mercy me. Nick Jonas and our uh, Joey Anthem Lights back at it again. Nora Jones, Jenny Owens, uh, One Direction Anthem Lights. I feel like that's giving Joey too much credit right there. Um, One Republic, 10th Avenue North. Okay. Newsboys, yeah. Mike's Chair and Satellite and Sirens, yeah. Owl City, Capital Kings. He's very Christian. Passenger, Jason Gray, Brandon Heath. Get that. Pharrell, Bradigan, Pink, Britt Nicole, Trisha. yeah. The Police, Peter Fuller Band, Rascal Flats, 33 Mile, Rihanna, Jade Hart, Harrell, Dia, Rob Thomas, Nate Sally, Robin Thick, B. Reith, Sam Smith, Jonathan Thulin, Sarah Bareilles, Rachel Chan, Ellie Holcomb, Francesca Battistelli. That's very good. I assume that's the same with Jenny Owens because she's literally it's just blank here on this list. Sarah McLaughlin, Elizabeth South, Switchfoot. <laughs> It's for Switchfoot. They put John Foreman, like Switchfoot, who is very notably a Christian band. They put John Foreman, the lead singer's solo project <laughs> on there. And mercy me. What? That's that's crazy. Taylor Swift, uh, they had Jamie Grace and City Harbor, okay. The Frey, which is a Christian band, Matt Brower, Nate Sally, Paul Coleman, Wayne Kerr band, Jared Anderson, and Mike's chair, okay. The script, 16 candles, the Ting Tings, Stephanie Smith, the Veronica Stephanie Smith, Verve, Blue Tree, uh, Third Eye Blind, Matthew West, yeah, Train, John McLaughlin, Matthew West, Vanessa Carlton, Meredith Andrews, Zed, uh, Capital Kings, J- David Thulin, Matthew Parker, and that's the end of our list here, folks. For pop artists, um, I feel like this is a little bit better than the pump, pop, punk hardcore list, but uh. Overall, uh, just listen to the bands you like, and God will forgive you. I feel like he will forgive you for that. Our next segment, since this is our 69th episode, I thought we'd have to do something I'm attracted to. And I thought we would I would do a little video essay on horrible women that I think are attractive. Um, so we got three women here uh, that I want to go over who I think are attractive, but uh, you th- that they're horrible people. That you you yourself should not think are attractive. So, um, let's just jump into it. Yeah, so, first up is Jodi Aria. She's known for murdering a man named Travis Alexander. Uh, she is the typical case of crazy of a crazy woman that is very attractive, and uh, I feel like men. Use the word crazy or say a woman is crazy too loosely these days, and I want to fix that because there's some real craze balls out there that we should be paying attention to. And um, this Jodi Harrius is very much that type of woman, and she is 100% crazy. And uh, if, for those of you who aren't aware of this crazy type of woman, she or the concept of this type of woman, she will ruin your life. And then, uh, she will ruin your life or kill you, but the sex is, chef's kiss, phenomenal. And, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good one-time thing in your life to have one of these chicks, but then after that, you don't want, it's one of those things, if you can make a clean exit, if you make a clean exit, you, you'll have, you'll hope you have the time of your life. And so, um, yeah. So uh, one thing about Travis, the man she murdered, you always have to remember the the person they murdered in these situations um, is that he was a very devout Mormon. He even went on a mission trip to Denver, Colorado. Got very lucky. Um, he got very lucky in his choosing for his uh, mission trip, and uh, then he came back. And uh, but his one weakness, his one weakness was that good, good premarital sex that he would have a lot with Jody and probably some other women, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I know there are other Mormons and Christians to this day who will bring this specific situation up as a reason why premarital sex is bad. And I'm here to tell you it's not. It's crazy women having sex with crazy women, which is bad, but also the best, all at the same time. And the thing is, with these crazy women, like I'm here to educate you that it is a good time but you also have to be very, very careful. you know, the crazy hot scale, my attractive to good personality. She's a very attractive woman. And that's why I'm talking about her today because I'm very attracted to her and uh, I don't have the best mental health, and that's why I'm talking to you about this. So when you when you find these crazy women's but where the sex is good, but she's crazy, you know there's there's that fun, there's the risk. there's the risk, the risk to reward ratio. And the risk-to-reward ratio for Travis was not good. And uh, she, like, even, like, hey, and she, there was, like, so many things that she almost got in trouble with. Like, uh, she eventually said uh, she did murder, murder him, then they said someone broke in and murdered Travis, and she got away. And then she said she murdered Travis in self-defense, which was, like, 30 stab wounds and just way too much for a self-defense type of situation, And, um, yeah, so that's the whole thing. And, uh, she even mentioned, like, the day she got baptized to be a Mormon, that they had butt sex. So they very much used the poop hole loophole, as they would say. Um, and so I watched the trial of this, and gotta say, the evidence against her was very bad. Like, she, she borrowed gas cans, so when she drew from, like, California to Arizona to, uh, Utah, that she wouldn't have to stop for gas so she wouldn't have any receipts. She borrowed, like, two gas cans, something like that, and, uh, which was very interesting to know, credit card trail or any video evidence or anything like that. Um, you know, there was, there was, like, video evidence that she was there and they had sex and they played like, the sex tape in court, which, you know, I didn't get to see that. Which, that was the bummer. Um, but, uh, like, the whole time I was watching that trial, I was not I was rooting for her whole time and that's not me rooting for her cause I think she's hot. That was me rooting for her cause that district attorney was a pig and a total bitch. And I did not like him. And so therefore I rooted for Jody the entire thing. And she had um and then she had the audacity. Uh at the end of it. She's uh like I'm going to be selling this shirt that says like survivor or something like that for all the survivors of domestic violence. I'm like very bold. It's a very that was a very bold claim. And uh it was a very bold uh, of her to do that, but she's a very bold woman. And uh, yeah, I guess she's still alive in prison somewhere. But uh, anyway, she's a good lesson on uh, – she's someone who's very hot and very good in bed. She's probably very crazy and will probably murder you. In mur- She will very much murder you. So there's the risk to reward uh, to all the men out there um, who's listening to the show today. Always remember that um there is a risk to to everything out there and uh Travis l- knew Travis didn't know the risk. He didn't we need to learn from Travis that sometimes crazy women will kill you. And uh yeah, so we all need to remember that. Um next woman I do want to talk about uh we all know Casey Anthony, she uh for she met most known for everyone thinks she murdered her child. I might think something otherwise for, uh, for Kaylee Anthony, uh, her daughter. Um, so we all know, uh, we, we all know there's a lot of insane fucking details, uh, in this case. Um, so that's the thing though. You know, like I said, did she murder her daughter? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of things here. Um, she could have been, she was pretty young when this happened. So she could have just been young and dumb. She could have been a piece of shit or she's probably out of her fucking mind. Well, it's one of these situations that I'm not fully able to know. Um, but uh, I think, though, in regards to her daughter dying, I'm, I'm questioning if she was the one who killed her, or was it just, like, unintentional? Maybe it could have been accidentally unintentional, and then she just didn't handle the situation very well. Because there's a good chance it was just like an accident how she died and then she just did not handle the situation well. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot here. So I I do want to talk about things a little bit on this. So um, initially it was like a missing child case. And uh, first of all, Casey didn't go to the police for like 30 days until after, like for as long as Casey's been missing. Um, which they say like the longer it take, longer the child's been missing, the most likely the child's dead. And, uh, it's a very bad sign if your child's missing. Um, sometimes, but sometimes they're just very, very raped and everything like that. So always a lot of things <coughs> going on in those, uh, situations. Um, so yeah. And so Casey said that she left the child with her nanny and the title. The name of her nanny was... Zanny the Nanny, who was your full name, was Zanetta Fernandez Gonzalez. Um, and she was working at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. So, and this is all in Florida. That's why we know so much about it. Um, so, the police had to do their research. They couldn't find anyone named Zanny the Nanny. And they even went to like the apartment complex and like they even got records that was like, oh, no one named like Zanita or Zanny lived there. And that apartment's <laughs> been vacant for a while. And also that and also that Casey didn't work at Universal Studios or didn't work there for like two years and didn't know anyone anyone there, which is already off to a bad start, which folks, if you're trying to get away with a murder, um, have a good alibi, have a good general plan. Um, basic things about her. I mean, they could have said, I feel like she possibly could have gotten away with Zanny the nanny, but why would you lie about your job? I mean, obviously maybe lie to her parents or whatever, but like why would you lie to the police? Be like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't I don't know that part. Maybe I didn't pay enough enough attention or research very well. And uh Zanny didn't exist either, which I may get I will get into in a little bit why Zanny is interesting. Um and uh and then also so going you can go in further. So and then eventually they ended up so yeah they looked in like this abandoned car that Casey had cause it ran out of gas and they said it smelled horrible, but they never checked the trunk and their alibi was like, it was just, it's garbage and it's rotten, it's rotten pizza you know, whatever. They're like, they're like, we think it's a body. And, uh, and then eventually they find like Kaylee's dead body in the woods, but it's like decomposed. So it's just bones at this point. So pretty, pretty, pretty crazy shit right there. Um, and, uh, so in court, like, you know, obviously, uh, Casey's weird alibis and everything, uh, what they said was, um, that Casey was molested by her father as a child, so she would, like, disassociate and make up random stories that would cope with it. That was the story the lawyer came up with or whatever, and even Casey's dad even went on the stand and was like, no, nah, I never molested my daughter. So as I say, they don't talk anymore, um... And uh, so, yeah, but also another funny thing is Casey was paying for uh, legal services with sexual favors, with blowjobs and other things, and she said she did it because she couldn't afford to do it, which, you know, assuming it's like a consenting thing, like like a consensual, If it's like a consensual situation. And like the lawyer's like, well, if you give me three blowjobs, I'll do it for you. And you're like, you know, that's not a big deal. I can do that. I don't think it's that bad. Um, people will say it's bad, but like, honestly, that's like the plot to like most pornos is like, "Oh, I can't pay for that. Well, a blowjob will help, help me. I'm like, oh, right, I'll do that. You know, and if it's consensual, I don't, I feel like it's a good thing. And she got off. Like she, she was found not guilty. So she got off and, uh, well, she did get in trouble for, like, child abandonment, but with previous time served and good behavior, she only spent, like, 10 days in prison. Um, but, so, like, she got off, some. like, it took pretty good, like, would you give a guy a low job for, like, to get out of jail for doing something really bad, to get out of trouble, get out of jail? Like, I don't think that's such a bad deal, to be honest. And I know, I know it's, like, getting taken advantage of and stuff like that. There's a lot of bad things that's, like, going on here, like, you know, like, you know, we talked about Harvey Weinstein earlier, and they're like, oh, if you give Harvey Weinstein a blowjob, like, all your dreams will come true, like, I've done a lot worse for a lot less, I'm telling you that, and I'm no, not even near where I want to be, so, you know, it's, a very, it's very interesting, uh, to say the least, but she did get off, uh, she did get off, so, you know, maybe it was worth it in the end, maybe she was born with it, maybe it's Maybelline, um, now, do I actually think Casey intentionally killed Kaylee? I don't think she actually did. So they, they I did see they went over Xanax. The street name for Xanax is like street name. Uh, it's Zanny, and who else was Zanny? Zanny the nanny, and Kaylee Casey's dad would also be like, yeah, Kaylee would sleep for like twelve hours at a time. So could have been Casey giving her child Xanax, just you know, chill her out, you know, and. An accident could have happened there, and then she just didn't handle the situation very well. So that's kind of what I think happened, that it was an accidental death on Kaylee, where Casey could be blamed for it, and then she just didn't handle the situation very well. Was it a good thing? No. But uh, it is what it is. Um, Still think, yeah, there's a lot of bad things going on here. So, like I said, this segment is horrible women I think are attractive. So I still think she's horrible. Last woman I do want to talk about is Elizabeth Holmes. Um, I haven't watched any episodes of the dropout on Hulu yet. And so, uh, I won't be talking about anything I've seen there. I my own research. I will be watching it though. I will discuss it on the show for those of you who wanting to know. So, uh, come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Um, so she is not, she hasn't killed anyone intentionally. Uh, but she is known as a pathological liar and, uh, who I also think is attractive. So it's very, very weird. um, her main claim to fame, for those who knows Theranos, uh, it's a weird thing where you just prick your fingers and you get a tiny drop of blood, and then you're, you know, obviously able to do blood testing from there and get a ton of information, however, uh, the technology didn't exist, and they are saying it exists, and they are able to do it, and so people are getting blood tests back with very wrong information. And I think that's her. Year. So instead, and the idea was, you know, instead of going to your doctor, maybe like getting lab done like two times a year, or you know, less or more than that, like you getting it monthly, so you have like a monthly view of your health from your blood work. Which, like on paper, all this is like a really good idea, and I think that's why she got so much funding and so much stuff for it, and that's why like she went as far as she did because it was such a good idea, and part like in at least a good chunk of that, uh, technology exists, but they were just, but I think, I don't know if we're not there yet or I don't know. I'm not too, too knowledgeable on this type of technology. Um, but like they, you know, they were pretty shitty to their employees, like viewing all their emails and the ones that are not CC'd on and stalking them and everyone's wanting to know if they say anything bad, they can get in big trouble and, Stuff like that. Um, and they also had, like, this Edison machine, which was their big machine that would test the blood from the fingerprints and stuff like that. that instead of a third-party machine, and that apparently was terrible and mixing blood and everything and, uh, required people to, like, move things manually where they could have injured themselves or contaminate samples and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's also a type of thing. So, um, you know, really shitting your employees and stuff like that. A lot, you know, like I said, there's, like, a lot of things and employees are like scared to talk to each other because they're worried like someone's a mole in the group or whatever, and all that stuff. And uh, last thing I want to talk about is her voice. So if you hear her natural speaking voice, it sounds normal. But if usually when she would try talking, she would try to sound make her voice deeper, like. Oh. Oh, I'm Elizabeth Holmes, nice to meet you. Like, you can kind of make your voice lower if you try to talk lower. Instead of, like, this is my normal speaking voice, and or my my necessarily voice that I would talk on this podcast on would be talking like this. It is a little bit more comfortable and a little bit lower than what I can do. I can talk like this if I really wanted to. But, uh, yeah, and then what I'm trying to emphasize something, I try to, like, go up a little bit. It's all like in regards to speaking, but she would very much try to talk like this and like very lower, try to talk in like a lower voice. And I believe like in, in regards to like mentally what's going on, is to make her sound like more authoritative and make her sound seriously, because she's very much in like a man-dominated field, so she had to make extra steps towards her personality, towards the way she talks and the way she acted and her body movements and stuff like that, to make herself come across more seriously, seriously and authoritative in front of other people. So I don't blame her for doing that, but it's also weird, and her normal speaking voice is fine. I feel like at that point I just I always take the idea like women have to do extra things to be taken seriously when they don't so um is it weird that I'm attracted to Elizabeth Holmes kind of um uh, I probably sh- I definitely shouldn't be because she's a pathological liar. it's not good for relationships and uh, it maybe she is a pathological liar or maybe she was like some forty one and she was just in too deep I don't know when an enemy shoots at you you pull out your Captain America shield. When Doc Ock attacks you on a bridge, you control the nanobots from your iron spider suit to control his arms. So why are you allowing all these websites to store your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using our link in the description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Anything can be delivered to you these days. Beds, bananas, bricks, and even boxes of beans. But what about alcohol? Yes, even alcohol can be delivered to you thanks to today's sponsor, Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for Liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So it's that special time of the episode again. It's time for Ask Shweezy, uh, the advice section of this podcast that has literally saved tens of lives. Uh, coming to you uh, with some of uh, some advice that now will save your life and uh, something that you can learn about, and because it's all about learning today. Uh, so uh, let's just jump into it. So we got all, it's the 69th episode, nice. Um, but uh, we have, we do have a lot of sex questions today. So I don't think any of them are gonna end up on highlights because uh, those I want people to actually click on. But uh, for the audio only and uh, full episode listeners, you'll get the best of the this the sex questions. So uh, first one, is it gay to jerk off to porn with another guy? Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. I know one guy who likes to jerk off with another guy. Man proposes and God disposes. Ah. That's my hole. That, that's where it spits. Um, so a lot of context is missing in this question. Um, so the question, is it gay to jerk off to porn with another guy? Now, like, the idea is you're both looking at the same screen and it's just like regular porn, but you guys are jerking off to that porn, um, no, that would not be gay, because that's like saying, is a devil's threesome gay? Which, no, it's not. Well, well, it depends on if you and the other guy are gonna fool around with each other, but if you're just fooling around with a chick, no, a devil's way is technically not gay. Um, watching porn together, uh, jerking off to porn, but in the same room, it's not gay. It's weird, It's not gay. Now, are you jerking off to each other? Jerking off, you know? That's my hole. That's where it spits. On a video conference, and you look like Ed Asner. Uh, That is gay. That is very gay. Nothing wrong with it, being gay. But that is gay. Uh, So, yes. I would say if you two are jerking off to each other at the same time, that's pretty gay. Um, But uh, to answer, yeah, more of your question, so... Um, it's always the context, so if you think it's gay, it's a jerk, my, my, my theory is masturbation is, it's called, it's called solo for a reason, and I think if it's masturbation, unless it's going to lead into actual sex, then you just should do that alone. I think that that's the best thing to do it alone. Um, that's my opinion, and I'm very strongly with that opinion that you should masturbate alone could be controversial to some people, but I think you should masturbate alone. But, uh, that's me, that's the kind of guy I am, uh... This is the type of guy you get. So, yeah, but, um, uh, depending on context, um, the context is gonna be, gonna be the deciding factor on whether this is or isn't gay, um, um, I'm going to assume, oh, and if it's gay porn and you're both jerking off to that together, that's gay, that's 100% gay, um... So there's a lot of different scenarios where it could be gay. Let let me think of, like, scenarios that might not be gay, but you could think they're gay. Uh, Like the adult diapers? It it depends. Um, Yeah, um, straight porn? Not gay. If you're looking at straight porn, it's not gay. Uh, Lesbian porn? The porn's gay. But I don't think you guys, if it's two fellas, probably not gay. Um, gay porn, yeah, that, that's really gay. That's probably the gayest thing you could possibly do, is jerk off to gay porn, to be honest with you. Um, it sounds like you watch very normal porn. You're both jerked off together in the same room. Um, it's not gay. However, it is a little weird. And so we're gonna call that weird. Um, I would suggest not doing that unless you two are a thing. So that's that's up to you. That's your decision. You make that decision. Next question. Why does he stop midway through sex? When my guy and me have sex sometimes, he stopped in the middle of sex and seems to collect himself before continuing. I don't want to embarrass him and ask him why he does this. Any ideas? Is he trying to stop himself from coming too early? Sounds like you already answered your own question. Yes, he's probably, I'm gonna guess 95% sure that he's probably trying to stop himself from coming too quickly. Um... Some guys have that I. Not all. Not all men can be me. You know, I take antidepressants, therefore it takes a minute for me. So pre, um, premature ejaculation is not a problem for me. But uh, there's a reason for, for 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 me. Not all guys. Not all guys are depressed. So ladies, if you if your man doesn't, la- if you need a man who lasts a long time, find one that's depressed. He's on antidepressants. He will, uh, he will last a very long time. That's, uh, a little life hack for you that if you're on antidepressant, depressed men take forever to come. That's, uh, that's some life advice right there. Um, so yeah, you're doing that. I can't imagine, I can't imagine any other reason as, as a guy here, I, I'm, I can't imagine any other reason for a man to like stop and collect himself. Just stop and like just take a breather. Maybe uh, if he's fat, he could be a little tired. That's one thing. If if he's fat, yeah, could be a little tired. Um, he's like, he probably needs to just take a breather real quick. Maybe get him some Gatorade. That could be a problem. Uh, I mean, it's cardio. So, you know, sometimes you got to take a break during cardio. Um, seems weird. He's just doing nothing. Um, I guess he's, I guess he's trying to, he's trying to be a considerate partner, I think. I think that's the real thing. You got yourself a considerate partner. You should just be blessed. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like you answered your own question there. Um, that he's just trying to keep himself from netting too quickly. And, uh, you should be blessed that you have a, someone who's considerate like that. So, um, Come on mark don't be stingy and uh you know where he where you know where he's trying to not nut real quick that's my hole that, that's where it spits the hole you know the hole where it where it spits that's where it, that's the that's that's this hole that's that's where it spits ah anyways though life is life is too good happy 69th episode everyone um okay should you accept hair loss or get a hair transplant? I've actually this is a really good thought because uh, there's so many guys out there. You know, as a guy, um, the big the big question is: Are you going bald? What should you do about it when you go bald? And you know, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of you know vid- YouTube videos that are that are advertising Roman or uh, Keeps keeps another one too. Um, they're very much the very much what they're trying to do is this idea that you know, if you start seeing your hair going, you have to take care of it before, you have to take care of it before, like, while, like, when you see that's happening, that's when you have to start, because once it's gone, it's gone, so that's where you can take some pills, I think Propecia is one of them, uh, you can start doing Rogaine and stuff like that, do that, so that's kind of the idea, though, so when you lose your hair, and I just see so many guys are just like, ah, just, you just gave up and shaved their head, you know, it's like, you just gave up that quickly. You didn't want to go out fighting. I mean, like, I don't know. I like having hair. So it's such a great it's a great thing for me to have hair. But some guys are just like, well, just lazy. And I'm like, those guys, like, and Propecia, you know, loads your sex drive, which some women probably would really like. it, you only want to, like, not like one time a day, maybe. Some guys are like three, four times. So bald guys are just perfect. So that's, that's just life as it is. Um,. But you know, but also here, if you're if you're thinking about like you know getting a hair transplant or just accepting being bald or whatever, um, just know from what I learned, women don't care. Most women don't care; they don't mind if you're bald or not. the The problem is like how you what you do about it. Like if you take care of what you got, you know, uh, you know, you don't gotta like you know, like have a comb over or whatever that makes it look bad. Like try to cover it up in weird ways. Those are like, those are, those ideas is like the, probably the bad thing to do. And you definitely don't want to do that. But, um, you know, stuff like that. So you just kind of have to, you know, accept it, be good about it. You know, um, maybe if you, if it's out of the sides, do like the, do like a very well put together George Costanza or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the best, I don't know the best, uh, bald person out there. I would say George Costanza is my favorite bald person. um, so, yeah, that's that's another big thought. One thing, though, with the hair transplants, here's the thing, though. If you're worried about people making fun of you for getting a hair transplant, just know people are going to make fun of you for being bald. So either be insecure and bald or feel more secure in yourself and get made fun of for having the hair transplant. That's the real advice I give people on that. And I'm also trying to get a friend to you know, also get a hair transplant? Cause I just want to see the process to be honest with you. Um, I know like you're going to have some hat days for a very long time, but once it all comes in, like I've seen some like really good, like Elon Musk, LeBron James, you know, they've had hair transplants. I don't think it's a big deal. You know, it's like, and that's what I always tell my friends. You're either going to get made fun of for being bald or you're going to get made fun of, for getting a hair transplant. Like, you're going to get made fun of either way. So, you know, do what makes you the most comfortable. Do what makes you happy. And you know what? Who gives a fuck? You know, you know, like, and that's the thing, though. Like, I'm getting to a point where, like, we're shaming people who get, like, plastic surgery or hair transplants or any other type of surgery, you know? It's just kind of like, who cares at this point, you know? Just, like, whatever makes you feel better, don't do it for other people. That's, That's the best thing, advice I can give you. Don't get a hair transplant for other people, Get it for yourself. Don't get it to try to impress someone else. Get it to make you feel better about yourself. Because that's definitely something I would say not to do. Because if you try to do it to like impress someone else or to make someone else like you more, uh, then you're definitely in a wrong spot. And you're definitely kind of missing the point. Like you gotta you gotta like the way you look first, and then other people can like you. That's the thing. You always gotta think about yourself. That's that's the lesson here on episode 69. Nice of Cancel Shweezy. Um, only do things for yourself. Don't do it for anyone else. And uh, I think you just only do things for yourself. That's the life lesson. Only do things for yourself. Um, something we should all strive to live by. So, yeah, get that hair transplant. I don't give a fuck. Fourth question: Should a guy moan and make noise when receiving a hand job? Um, first of all, let's. I'm gonna hope you're like 15 or 16. Asking this question because if your if your age starts with a two or above, you should no longer be receiving or giving hand jobs. That's just that's just a rule. I think we should go by hand jobs are for kids. Hand jobs. Who here has had a good hand job? I haven't. It's always been it's kind of one of those things someone else does. And I'm like I'll just do it myself. Like the only person who can give a good hand job is yourself. Maybe the gays, might have, the gays might have something on them. The trans women may give good ones. I haven't had either. And I'm uh, not opposed to the trans women, I'll tell you that. I'm not opposed to getting a handy or a blowjob from a trans woman. But uh, it just hasn't occurred in my lifetime. That's just how it is. But uh, from, from, the, from the women who have never had a penis, I've never received a good hand job. That's for sure. I've never received a good one them. They just don't know what they're doing. And that's to, and that's to be understood. Cause if you don't have a penis, you don't know what's good. you're just like mm, mm, three tugs and like tug it hard. And like, it's too hard or too soft and doesn't feel good or it's dry. And you know, that's good. So if, if you if your age starts with a two or above, n- no more handjobs, quit giving handjobs. That's, that's something I want to, I just wanted to make clear to the world. I don't know if I've made this assumption before, well, let's just let's just say it right now. If your age starts with a two or above, no more hand jobs. You give blow you give blow jobs. You give this is for the any gender. You give blow jobs. You if you're that's what you do. If you're dealing with the penis, that's what you do. You give a blowjob. That's how it, that's how it is. Maybe like give a couple, not like a full blown hand job. Maybe a couple tugs are okay, but. We're over that. Um, to your to your noise of should you should a guy no- moan and make noise? You know, I think I'll say this first. If you're in the pornography industry or if you're making like sex type thing, um, let's let's say this is a traditional man and a woman giving a woman giving a man a handjob on porn. Um, no, you should not make noise. M- men don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear men. Men should not make, unless it's specifically tailored for that specific purpose, uh, when you're standard porn, men should not make noise, uh, Samuel Jackson said in, uh, was it, uh, I can't remember the movie, but he's like, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing, um, it's not good, it's not Goodfellas, no, um, it's, not, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, the Hawaiian burger. I Can't remember the name of it right now. Someone listening is gonna be like, "I know it. I know the name," and I I can't remember it right now. Um, I can't I can't remember that movie. Anyways, though, but uh, when you're when you're with someone though, you kind of have to make some noises to let them know they like it, they don't like it. You you have to make noises in the right direction. That's just our men. We need is so that one TikTok men. You have to start making noises, We do, we do have to know what we have to make noises to know what's good and what's bad. Um, That's just how life works. You have to know what feels good and doesn't feel good. And, you know, sometimes you just have to, sometimes you just have to go, go. Sometimes you have to know how far you'll go, okay? That's just how it is, okay? Um, Would you let your partner sleep with his or her celebrity crush? Uh, Like, okay, maybe go on a date as well, but as a birthday gift... I'd do bang Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. That's how it's spelled. Um, so uh, there's a lot of strong opinions. Like every couple, it's not uncommon for couples like who. If you could, you get one pass. Who? Who do you get? Who do you pick? Everyone, you know, they, you know, where they talk, and there's always a joke. And got a lot of guys are like Scarlett Johansson. You don't know how many guys I've heard say. I would love to have consensual sex with Scarlett Johansson. Yes, Scarlett Johansson is just begging so many average men in my life, who who are in my life, uh, to have consensual sex. She's just begging for that average man. She's just begging for average men. He's like, you know what I need? Just an average average man who does not have that many good qualities, good for the spouse they currently have, but not... But not good enough for me. I want that guy. That's what Scarlett Johansson's talking about. That's what she wants. That's my hole. That, that's where it spits. Um, but anyways, though, I know, I'm, yeah, I know every couple probably has, like, their one their one exception or whatever. You know, I don't know. I, I, feel, like, I feel like that's not really ride or die because th- there's a possibility that could happen, you know? You know, I, I talk a lot of shit about Garth Brooks. In in my line of work, there's a possibility we could interact with each other, and that scares me. I'm scared that he's gonna put my body somewhere I don't want to know, and that that's that's weird to me. That's weird to to know that Garth Brooks has easy connections to me. And uh, he said one time he had a plan. I was worried uh, if I'm ever if I'm ever just missing. Check Garth Brooks out, everyone. Um, what was I going on? Celebrity crushes. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. And I feel like we then view celebrities, we we view celebrities as objects and not real people, which is like, yeah, there are people on our TVs that we don't know. Like, and so, I mean, it, in our brains, it kind of makes sense. But, you know, we have to realize these are real people. And these real people are not ob- sex objects. They're not for you to be like, you're, you know, you're my one exception in my marriage. Like, imagine telling that to just, like, imagine fellas, fellas, fellas. Imagine you, you're my married fellas out there. If you, if you go out to just any random woman, like, you know, you're my, my wife said you're my one exception, and uh, it seems weird. And I feel like, yeah, we, we don't take celebrities as real people sometimes, and maybe we should. Maybe we should take, especially Scarlett jo Hansen. Maybe we should start believing Scarlett Joe Hansen is a, real, is a real person. And uh, let's be honest, she probably doesn't want to sleep with you. That's, that's just, let's just be honest with you. So my um, idea of would I let my partner sleep with their celebrity crush? No. And I would believe things should work the opposite way around because... First of all, ride or die, bitch. We've got to ride or die. That's what's important. Ride or die, two EPs by me. Ride or die and Ride or Die volume 2. now wherever you stream your music so go check that out yeah 100% go check out that shit why is gaming so frowned upon as a valid hobby slash pastime I'm a happily married man, four children from age 18 to 7 and am in full time employment, my only real hobby is gaming, I do it every chance I get, it allows me to relax or let off steam, but when I tell people it's often met with disdain so yeah, people who aren't into gaming uh, don't really understand it and uh, don't really realize you're just having fun. And it's like, okay, me and my friends are playing Fortnite together, but you and your friends go out and play golf, and and people are like, "Well, golf's exercise." I'm like, "No, it's not. If you're if you're using golf carts, it's not exercise at all." you're, you're not losing any weight. You're barely burning calories. I'm telling you that right now. You're standing, standing is not burning calories. Standing, standing in one direction is not burning calories. Swinging your arms will burn a couple calories, but you're not moving that much. Me walk. It's about moving from me to me going to the kitchen and back a couple times. That's how much exercise you're doing. If you're using a golf cart. Now, if you're walking, that's a whole other different scenario. Um, but I know a lot of you don't. So it's like, if it's like, you feel like you're doing something, it's, I mean, like, in free time, and I just, you know, I guess there's a stereotype of the guy who doesn't do anything with his life, but just plays video games, and, uh, doesn't really contribute anything to society, doesn't have any hopes or dreams, they just do that, you know, there's bad examples of that, but there's bad examples of all other people, there's, like, bad examples of everything, you know, um, but there are people who do, you know, I think just video games are just a very clear idea of something that has really just taken over someone's life, and it's uh it's really it's really sad to see. I, you know, I met people in college like, here's the thing with video games, and here's my real thing. You know, when you don't have anything planned, you don't you're not doing anything. You know, you don't have anything scheduled or anything like that. I feel like playing video games is fine. The problem is you're just like you have friends like, hey, you want to go out and get a drink later? It's like, nah, I'm just gonna play video games, and that's all you do. You don't uh when it like kind of takes focus. You know, it's like being addicted to something, and I think people get addicted to video games like that. So. And people who don't play video games think people who do are just, like, lazy. Like, they group them into that category where it's like, no, I do things. This is just what I do for fun, you know. It's like, I'll just sit down and watch, like, a whole series on Netflix for, like, 12 hours straight. But you playing video games for 12 hours straight, it's bad. You know, it's it's the same, it's the same situation. So, you know, it's just one example. It's just some people don't like gaming. And then people are also like, I don't like gaming because I'm not good at it. I'm like, well... Here's the thing, and I actually really want this to be a normal thing, because I'm not, I mean, I'm the best at Fortnite, and I'm the best at Super Smash Bros. and Pokemon, but other games I'm not good at. And, you know, it's okay to not be the best at video games. It's okay not to be good at video games. The point of video games is now fun. And I really hate the idea, like, you have to be good at a video game to to enjoy them. It's not the case. You know, I feel like video games are meant to just be fun, and I don't think you have to be good at video games to to have to play video games you know they're supposed to be fun you don't have to be good at video games to be good however I'm the best so it's hard for me to say that but you may not be the best so you may have a problem with that so uh, not everyone can be me not everyone can be perfect like me and it's it's a blessing and a curse um to be me um yeah and so it's unfortunate but uh I feel like it's just you know people some people have ruined it for everyone and that's why it always looks bad and uh Yeah. And our last question for the evening and, uh, to end episode 69, I thought this would be the perfect question I've been saving for a while. First time sex with a prostitute is a good idea. I'm going to have my first sexual intercourse with a prostitute. Anything slash advice slash techniques that must be considered in order to make it more pleasurable. So it's, that's a very interesting, um, situation, because, you know, you hear guys, like, complain all the time about being a virgin and shit like that, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, it's like, I can't get laid, and I'm a virgin, I'm like, just hire a prostitute, that's the whole purpose, paying for it, I mean, you know, people shame hiring a prostitute, but, you know, done, Ryan, it's not sex trafficking, you know, do the legal prostitution, I'm like, no, that's better than nothing, at least you can have sex, you know, it's like, you pay other people to cook you food, why can't, you know, it's like that one, it's the one thing that you can do yourself and have fun, but you do it as like a business and it's frowned upon. It's like, who cares? Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you're finally having, just finally get the courage. I'm like, just get a prostitute, do it and get it out of the way. So, I mean, like, good for you. I'm like, and I don't, the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, that's bad. Why would you have your first time with a prostitute? And I, and I guess people, you know, like I, I've always talked about on the show many, many, many other times that people over fantasize and like, put on like a pedestal this idea of losing your virginity and like your first time and like the first per- the person you lost your virginity to like we put that on a pedestal I'm like I don't think that matters that much I, don't, I really don't think you're losing your virginity should really matter as much as it does and as much as people make it out to be I'm, like it's not that I really don't think it's that big of a deal it's just different because it's your first time doing it that's like the big thing and so you're nervous obviously it's okay to be nervous your first time doing it but like I feel like you, to me, that's always like I just just get it out of the way, and I think it's a good idea just to get it out of the way. And I think it's a good idea to for you to do this because I feel like you're gonna have a hard time because then like you meet girls who have done it a couple times, and you're like I've never done it before, and they're like I feel weird doing it with you and stuff like that. So I'm like just get it out, just get it out of the way. I think it's a good idea for you, uh, whoever you are, to just get it out of the way for you. Um, now, some things like to any way to make it more to make it better for you. Um, I don't know. I mean, ask her what she's up for doing and, um, whatever she's up for, have her do it because you're paying her and she'll do it for you. I think that's the idea. Um, also I I do want to keep in mind, you probably will have to keep in mind this fact that this is her job and you know how we all do jobs and sometimes we half-ass our jobs. Um, prostitutes and like strippers, they do that too. And, it's just the, the way of the business. They'll half-ass their job. So she may not look like she's into it. Maybe you have to tell her to pretend that she's into it. Um, that might make her do a little bit better. Um, so make her – have her pretend that she's into it. Um, she's probably not going to get off. That's just how it is. She's probably, just, she's probably not going to get off. Um, and, yeah, so I feel like you maybe should go into it with that in mind. And uh, – like that. Be realistic about what you're going into and with realistic expectations you should be fine. And uh good luck. Good luck on it. Hopefully you get your money's worth. That's what I'm thinking. Now we're treating this like an object. Like he's paying for a service. Like he, he should he should get his money's worth. So uh maybe maybe go for a couple rounds if you, if you have it in the schedule. Uh, And with that being said, we finished. This is our 69th episode of Cancel Sweezy. I think our next milestone is 100, so we got about 31 more episodes to do. Um, Should be in the next year or so. We should hit the 100th episode of Cancel Sweezy. It's really cool, but the 69th episode has been nice. Got the gold jacket on, my Hente and hennessy shirt. Uh, Things from here should be really good. So... Um, I just want to end this with everything we know in every possible way. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's Favorite Cop Podcast, episode 69. This has been nice. Um, make sure you go follow me on social media, at The Shweezy. And uh, make sure you check out my music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, wherever you get your music. Um, you can also follow me on fb.gg slash the or Facebook Uh, Look for Shweezy Live. It's a great way to follow us so we can see when I'm streaming and doing all the gaming cool shit like that. Um, If you want to financially support the show, you always have the Patreon page. Um, That's the only way you can say thank you for being a friend. Uh, the only way I know how. So thank you for that. Uh, remember the free shit you can do. If you're watching this episode, thank you. You can always subscribe to the show that we can notify when we upload a highlight or new episodes, leave a comment. I want to hear your thoughts on things. Uh, share the highlights with all your friends and family, leave a comment, subscribe, like, uh, if you're on the audio only platforms, obviously share with your friends, uh, make sure you're subscribed. That way, you know, when we release new episodes and uh, leave a review. That's a great way to help us infiltrate algorithms. All of this is a great way to help us for free infiltrate algorithms. So thank you all so much. 69 episodes has been been a whirlwind. can't believe we made it 69 times with a couple studio changes in our 69 episodes. But uh, we did it. We made 69. Uh, we don't have to go any farther from here. But we will. We have not even cracked the surface of what podcasting can be. And what this podcast can be. So thank you all so much. Honk if you love butt drugs. And stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is not at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Schweezy. Thank you so much. Wherever you are listening or watching this show, make sure you smash that subscribe button that we can get notified anytime we release new episodes. And uh, like I said before, honk vila veal butt drugs and uh, stay awesome.